Hey guys, Kenneth Yim here. Um, today's talk is pretty interesting. It's about rent to own. At first, I thought it was kind of a scam, but in learning more about this opportunity with uh, with this group here, where they they have a whole bunch of investors and uh, people that need to borrow as well too, and they just they're the ones that match everybody. Um, I think it's a great option for those that don't have the down payment, and either you have bad credit or good credit, and you just need the time to either save the down payment or save the down payment and improve your credit. I think it's a good option, and at least you can participate in the real estate market without having to rent and throw your money away that way. So um, it's a good listen. Check it out and uh, stay tuned. So uh, we are with HOS Financial. Uh, our uh, rent to own program is known as Homeowner Soon, and, and we call it a path to home ownership because we have multiple paths that people can travel to get to home ownership. But specifically, we're talking about uh, rent to own here this morning. My name is uh, Changer Dale. My name is Terry Heptich. Uh, my partner is Dale Tidd. Uh, I'm principal partner with HOS Financial, and Dale is also a, a director with HOS Financial. Uh, my background is is banking, but more recently, uh, I've been in the rent owned industry for 15 years. And currently finished a position with uh, recently finished a position with CARUP, which is the Canadian Association of Rent Owned Professionals. And I sat on that board as president for a few years, and my term ended last October. And I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for I tell everybody I'm 147 years old, and I've been around for a while. Our our company, just a little bit about HOS Financial. We uh, we've been in the industry, the rent owned industry, since 2005. A couple of years before that, but officially 2005, we started to bring our, our product to uh, mortgage agents and real estate agents to give them an option to, uh, to provide a path to home ownership for people that maybe didn't qualify at the bank level. And here's a little history of how we've grown over the years. But right now we have, uh, I think we just hit 1,080 uh, transactions that we facilitated since uh, we've been in the space. And we're diamond member with CARUP, which is the highest designation. We were the first company in Ontario to achieve that. Uh, so we've been around. We've been around for a long time. Uh, we maintain good ratings with Better Business Bureau, and uh, most of our Google My Business ratings are, are are high. So we've got a high level of expertise, and and we feel that our our platform leads the industry as far as rent own goes. So when when we talk about rent down in a in a room, right? I always ask people if they have heard the phrase that rent own is a scam. Right? There's there's some things in the industry that are out there about rent to own. Uh, sitting on the board of CARUP for the number of years that I did, I can assure you that rent own is a very relevant mainstream uh, home buying uh, product, but. Has anybody, and I'll just put that out there for the floor, has anybody heard negative stigmas about rent own that they'd like to share at this point? Before we go further in the conversation, maybe we can just address some of those things. And oh, I haven't heard about anything negative. I'm just wondering why awesome. isn't it isn't so popular in Toronto in the in a big urban market like this? Well, I believe that it's, uh, you know, Kim, we've been around for well, 16 years, and we have been marketing to real estate agents and mortgage agents for the last 12 years aggressively. So if you haven't made it to our mailing list, I'm surprised, but, uh, you know, we are on a, we're on a mission now with, through CARUP and through 
uh, our own company to reach out and 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 reach as many partner offices as we can mortgages and real estate so you know it's been around forever uh and i always get surprised too cam when i have people um i uh, uh, that say oh i've never heard of rent home before right um and uh uh, I get shocked by that because it's been around and because we've been so active and done so many files, uh, I'm surprised, I keep surprised to hear it. So there was another, a couple of chats there. Uh, I don't think agents understand the concept and, you know, there is more education needed in this space. Absolutely, absolutely true, Carlo. And, uh, and that's our, and our mission here is to get out and talk to as many professionals like yourself to show you the option of rent down and how it can be a fantastic tool to have in your belt when you're talking to clients that don't get through uh, bank financing. So through this presentation, we'll talk about uh, rent own, some of the mechanics on a high level, and then we'll have some questions and answer. But, you know, my my objective as we go through this presentation is to change the perception of rent to own being anything but uh, or change the perception of uh, rent on being a scam or having challenges to you know this is a mainstream product that quite honestly I'd have no issue putting anybody that I'm related to close or otherwise into the product because I know it works 1000 percent Dale if you want to change uh, there, the there yeah. is a uh, there there's a response from uh, Krista she said yes I've heard rent to own is a scam set up to make the renter fail and avoid yeah. rent to own at all costs, et cetera. And also be careful. Oh, it went. Uh, there it yeah. is. Um, and also be careful because there are some that are okay and some are scams. Yeah. So as, and I'll just talk to that just on a high level just for a second. When I sat on the board of CARAP as president, I got to learn uh, a lot about all the other facilitators in Canada that provide rent to own as an option for their clients. And I also got to learn about some other dealers that weren't members of CARAP that maybe took a more of a unscrupulous approach to trying to help clients. And I've seen rent to own uh, because it's been around for so long and there's so many versions of what people try to come out with. There are programs that are set up to fail right from the beginning. The challenge is that the person who's providing the rent to own service doesn't realize that it's doomed to fail because rent to own used to be just a, a program where people would accumulate down payment before CMHC and insurers came on because you couldn't get a mortgage. My dad worked as a bank manager and they used to use rent to own back in the 60s to allow people to build the down payment. But that's before we came into having to understand credit scores, bank requirements and stuff to move them into a right product. So rent owns become a lot more sophisticated. And as you'll see in our platform, as we talk, we, we have built in pieces to make sure that any trap doors that a consumer or a client might fall through have been shut tight. Our program is very tight and, and, uh, and I would recommend any client that you have that can't get through traditional financing that still has an ambition to buy a house to look harder at our program. I, I really recommend that because once they leave the office of their financing uh, and they come back to you as a realtor saying, I, I, don't get, I can't get approved through the bank, they're not going to stop looking for options uh, to buy a house and they will eventually come to and there's more and more rent owned dealers on the market. They will eventually come on to and find out about rent owned and realize that this is a fantastic model to help them achieve that goal of getting into a home. So as we go through my passion is rent owned. I love it. I love helping people. 
Um, I'm a Newfoundlander by birth. I talk fast. So if I get nailed too fast and you know, you know how I get uh, going, uh, talking about it, if I get too fast in my speed, slow me down. But my goal is to eliminate any, any preconceived notions about rent owned that you may have gotten through other sources to make you feel comfortable that you can move your clients over into our space and feel very comfortable about how they're going to be taken care of. So we'll talk a little bit about the, the paths that people travel when they look at home ownership. There's two common paths. And the first common path that people have is they decide I'm going to rent, save my money and buy a house later. And I'm sure that you have lots of people that you have in your, uh, in your Rolodex, in your database, that are clients that are doing this to save the money to buy a house in the future. Um, I can't remember who it was, but there was an article a couple of years ago that said that consumers today face two big challenges. Number one, the house prices that are rising and the ability to save the down payment for those uh, rising prices. So rent to own allows certain things to happen that prevents the challenges that most consumers have when they're trying to get into the market. But if you look at rent to own as a, uh, or sorry, as a path, the rent, save and buy path, just, you know, there's monthly rent payments that which are subject to rental increase i'm sure you've heard lots of people that are out there now and they they call and say i need to get out because my landlord is selling the house and i have no no nowhere to rent and a lot of times they don't have the down payment saved and that's one of the challenges when you're doing it on your own is you have to have the discipline to save the down payment uh, as you go along you have to make sure your credit score meets the bank profile and if you're not working with a professional to, to help coach you and somebody who understands the rules you may not be setting yourself up for success and some other things we won't elaborate on all of them but there's no equity being built in a rental model there's no uh, agreement to buy the property in a rental model and a big piece is that when they're when people are renting and they're waiting to buy when they do buy the price they pay is the market price now of course that's true but if somebody's looking at it from three years out with the appreciation rates and the bidding wars that are present in the market today house prices are climbing at such a rate and as such and if you had the ability to lock in that price and know what you pay for a house in the future is a huge benefit in a market like we're experiencing right now the down payment uh is five percent of the future if we're going to go back up there one second the down payment is 5% of the future market value. And because you're paying a higher price for the house when you buy it on the open market, your higher price results in a higher mortgage and higher interest costs over the first term of your mortgage. Uh, then you have the rent to own path. And the rent to own path eliminates some of the challenges in the rent, save and buy model. First of all, there's no change in the monthly payment. The client pays an occupancy fee that doesn't change for the whole term. The, the, uh, the, the monthly payments are structured. So there is a savings component that happens automatically. The client doesn't have to show self-discipline. It's part of the payment structure. Credit and financial coaching is provided. So we will take clients from, I can't qualify for a mortgage because I have credit to being ready for a mortgage because my credit profile is greatly improved. With our program, they can build significant equity in a property, especially in markets where the appreciation rates are 5% or more per year. In our program, we rarely go over 4% for the appreciation as we determine what the future purchase price is going to be. The future purchase price um, and agreement are in place before we start, so the consumer knows what they're going to pay for the house. The price is capped. 
they can get into the market today with 3% of today's purchase price versus 5% of the future value. And with a lower purchase price comes lower mortgage and lower interest costs. So rent to own closes some of the trap doors that clients are facing when they're renting, saving money on their own because we cap the future purchase price. They can get in at a lower down payment and we provide the coaching services that they need to remove any barriers that stop them from getting a mortgage today so that they can move into the ownership position within two to five years. Typically our programs run two to five years. So who can benefit from uh, rent to own? When you look at uh, clients that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm sure you have more and more clients now that are challenged to get through uh, the bank gate because they moved the, uh, the qualifying rate for the stress test up to five and a quarter. Don't know if you're feeling the impact of that in the market, but we're starting to see an uptick in the number of clients that are coming to us because they can't get past the stress test of five and a quarter. So if you have clients that are in your purview now that face that challenge, rent to own could be a great option for them to consider to get into um, to get in or get on a path to home ownership. And clients that, you know, most clients that come into our program, they have a challenge with their credit score or their credit profile. So we have a team of experts that will bring them into our environment and coach them to eliminate, again, the barriers that stop them from getting into a mortgage. Other clients that would be uh, target clients for us would be next screen, Dale, if you don't mind, would be clients that are, uh, they have excellent credit. So you have a young millennial couple professionally employed and they're on that, on that hamster wheel trying to save the down payment, but they just can't get there. They can come into our program with less than 5% down because their credit profile is higher and we don't have to put as much emphasis on building their credit. The emphasis will be on building their down payment. So they can come in with as low as 3% down with the right credit profile. Clients who are new to the country, self-employed, a lot of clients that are trying to buy now that are self-employed have challenges through the banks. Uh, we, we work with self-employed. We have great tools to help them get positioned for the bank in the future. People who are starting a new career or people who are in or have just exited a consumer uh, proposal or bankruptcy. We can also work with clients that have those profiles. So Terry, just, uh, really quickly, just to recap. So you have two streams, almost like uh, people with bad credit and people with good credit, plus all the other scenarios that you just mentioned there. Is that correct? Yeah, the, the, the clients that have the higher credit scores uh, can. They can usually get into our program with, uh, with a lower down payment. Clients that have the bruised credit, we usually start with 5%. So that's bruised credit, anything under 650? or and Anything under 650. Reason? Yeah, we look okay. for 650 and above for... 3%, anything under, we look for five to start. Okay, thank you. And the reason is, well, I'll just tell you briefly, the reason is because building the down payment and the and the credit profile at the same, at the same time, they're the highest risk clients when they go for the mortgage exit. And we'll talk a little bit about that uh, in, in our training sessions, which I'm going to uh, share with you in, in a few minutes. So when you look at rent on, right, uh, people say, well, you know, what what is rent on? And, and really what prevents or what do you have in your program that prevents people from maybe not exiting or failing in a rent down? Well, for us, the first thing that we look at is affordability. 
we won't put anybody in our program if we feel that the budget is just not there. Now, banks look at TDS ratios of, I believe, uh, 44% is uh, Sagan, is uh, one goes up to 44. We'll look at, we'll go up to 45, 46% on a TDS because in our payment structure, there's a component of savings. So we know that the payment is elevated because of the savings component. So we've got some flexibility, but we want to make sure first and foremost that the client is able to make the monthly payment. If not, we can't move forward. We don't want success. We sorry, we don't want failures in our program. The reputation of our, our program is only based on how many people we exit. So we won't put people in if we feel they're over their skis. We have to have a predefined exit strategy. And this is the second most critical component in any rent-owned program, in my opinion, is how do you take the client from where they are into a future mortgage? So we we do extensive interviewing, uh, vetting and stuff with the client to make sure that they agree to the path that we're putting them on for future success, right? So we have a very structured path to a future uh, future mortgage. And, and that usually requires, you know, credit profile building, credit score building. Uh, some people come in, they need to accumulate more down payment. That will be your higher credit score clients. A lot of self-employed clients come to our uh, come into our purview because we can put them on a three to five year plan to start declaring the income that they need. We know they have the income in their business, but through creative accounting, they dwindle their growth down to such a small amount they can't get through the bank. So we have good strategies to help the self-employed. And, and it's a great pla uh, place for somebody who's just started a new job and they just need job tenure to get it up to two to three years to get the bank qualifying. Uh, properly structured contracts uh, are the next most important thing. Uh, somebody said earlier on the on the call that they've heard people fail rent own structured contracts. There's a lot of the reasons why people can't complete rent own programs because when they go for bank financing at the back end, the contracts are not accepted by the lenders, and if they get past the lenders' gateway, they're not accepted by the insurers. We see that as the major um, it, it, major pay, um, major problem with a lot of rent-to-own programs. Uh, rent-to-own is a very new concept to a lot of people. So when we bring people into our platform, we, we ask them to get mandatory ILA on any of our contracts that we create before they start the program. We encourage people to have uh, insurance protection. So when they enter our program, they meet with a financial planner and they cover off the license and other insurance components. And of course, the path to home ownership, which usually uh, involves the credit coaching and credit improvement strategy. ILA is independent legal advice for anybody who doesn't know. Oh, sure. my apologies. Yes. It's, yeah, just sure. Just, just be safe. Thank you, Ken. So rent own, how does it work? Uh, simplified, it starts with the application, right? This is where the affordability is determined. And our, our target purchase price, right, for the, uh, the GTA, we'll say is around 600,000. The sweet spot for investors used to be 400, but because house price, the average prices are coming up, our target price is 600,000. But we can work with, excuse me, clients that wanna buy houses up to $2 million we can fund them through our rent-to-own program. So if you have clients that are looking for the higher price points that still can't get through the bank, we can accommodate some of those. So when you're talking to a client and you're saying, well, how much affordability, you know, or how much house price can they buy or get into, 
typically we say it's five times total family income. So if you're talking to a family, it's, you know, they make 120,000 five times simply their, their purchase price target would be uh, $600,000 based on that down payment. Um, 3% of the purchase price uh, typically, and that's just a straight formula. Typically we'd like to see 9,000 plus as a minimum, but 3% they can start if they're down, if their uh, credit score is higher than 650. The down payment growth. So when a client starts the rent loan program, they'll bring in their initial deposit of three to 5%. And each month when they make a payment, 20% of the total payment is put aside and considered option credits. And that accumulates every month. So when we look at analyzing an application, we already know what the future purchase price is going to be because we apply an appreciation rate. We already know what their starting down payment is. And, be, and because we know what their savings component is in the term, we can calculate what their future mortgage is and we'll qualify them for that future mortgage based on their income and other things, assuming their credit score and everything else will be in the right position when they get to the back end. When we quote a client a payment, it's all inclusive. So they would have to pay the, the, the lease payment for the program and utilities. There's no insurance, there's no taxes or anything extra and the savings is, is included in the payment that we quote. The future mortgage again. Uh, we know that the future purchase price is predetermined. We know what it is. So the future mortgage is simply the the future purchase price, lesser initial down payment and their total savings component. So again, we know the exit strategy for the mortgage. The future purchase price, uh, original purchase price of 600,000. And again, typical appreciation rates we use are three and a half to 6%, but rarely do we go over four. And every client that, is, that comes into our rent-owned program is required to enroll in our path to home ownership platform. And that's where they receive the coaching and the, and the guidance based on the exit strategy that we put in place to make sure that they get to the future mortgage. And we'll talk about the path to home ownership just for a few minutes as we get later into the presentation. So, so I mentioned in the early part, when people look at rent own versus renting, right? there is gonna be a increase in the monthly payment for a rent down program versus a rental payment. But when you look at the ability to, to build equity in the program, that's where the whole economic value of rent down has to be understood by the client. Because if you look at somebody who's coming in at a transaction price of 600,000 in a three year term where the market trends are 12% a year and right now in Ontario, that's quite a few markets we only apply an appreciation rate of 4%. <clears throat> the market value of that property in three years using 12% is gonna be 843. But under our contracts, the client is gonna be locked into a price that in three years, they'll pay 675. So the difference is equity that they actually build while they're in the rent down program. So imagine this, having a conversation with your client saying, well, I couldn't get qualified for a mortgage. I won't be able to buy a house. Well, hang on a second. I have another tool in my tool belt here. 
that I can show you how you can get into that house and not only get into the house, but build equity while you're in there. Not a bad deal for somebody who's not qualified for a mortgage today to be able to move into a path to home ownership where they know what the future purchase price is going to be. And when they get to that exciting day to buy the house, it comes with $150,000 to $200,000 in equity. It's a tremendous, gratifying feeling for the family. We actually had a client that came into our program in London that's exiting at 246 and the house value was 700. So they they earned almost $400,000 in equity. So those are some of the high level components of, of rent to own and the way that we structure it. So I'm gonna turn the table over to my partner, Dale here. Dale's going to talk a little bit about uh, our process and how you get us your value clients so that we can take, take them into our funnel treat them like gold and put them on a path to, uh, to buy a home. Okay, great. Sorry, Terry, before, sorry, yes. Dale, sorry, before you do that, uh, I just, it looks too good to be true to see that if, if, if properties are appreciating at a double digits and especially in Toronto, um, how do you get the investor involved in this to, to, uh, you know, app for that kind of appetite for that? Well, we have, that's a whole, that's the other side of our business is the, is the investor side. Our returns are targeted to come out with pretty uniform returns of about 26% ROI, right? So uh, if there's anybody on the call that would like to know more about the investor side of it, we're happy to come back and revisit that. And it's a different presentation. I'll bring in a different team to present that, but happy to do that and to show you uh, the value from the investor side as well. Happy to do Thank that. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're, you're awesome. welcome. So okay, Dale, so now, it's over to you now. Sure, thank you, uh, Terry. So now, um, how do we accept the files, and and how do we uh, we we go through and processing the, the the applications on the front end? So we have a we have a form here. Um, uh, Guy Lu, he is our uh, he's one of the, um, the 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 owners of HOS Financial, and he is uh, he's considered the grandfather of rent to own in, in Canada. By the way, he's one of the originators of rent to own, so he's. Uh, very masterful at uh, uh, looking at files and also underwriting files. Uh, he's just one of the one of the um, the, the, uh, the people on our team that helps underwrite the files on the back end. So what we're looking for, as I mentioned, uh, location Ontario, six hundred thousand dollars plus. And of course, uh, we will accept files that are less than six hundred thousand dollars, of course, depending on the, uh, the 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 file structure, the client structure, of course. But uh, and we look for anywhere from a three point three percent plus uh, deposit, right? So those are some of the requirements. So we'll underwrite the file after we underwrite the file. Um, then we go into investor matching. Um, and at this stage here, when we close, so what we do at this, this point, throughout the entire process, we, we communicate with, with you, right? So we let you know um, that uh, the, the client has completed the underwriting. We'll let you know that the client is right now being matched with an investor. And, and we know at, when they be matched with an investor, then that's the point to be engaging um, uh, the agent, because at that point, they're going to start looking for a home. So um, being the, of course, the real estate agent and the referring agent, uh, at that point, uh, you'll be uh, working with the agent to work with the client to find a home. And of course, uh, because the relationship of, with, um, with Keyrate right now, um, the mortgage, real estate agent and the mortgage aid for Keyrate to work together with HOS to help close, uh, close, the, um, close the client on a home. And once they've closed, then they enter into a path to ownership program, provide them support, the, um, 
the uh, Throther program for the term, and of course the exit with at the end uh, with the mortgage as well. So obviously, because they they are they're buying the property, that's another opportunity to engage with the client on, on the back end once they complete a term within three to five years. So staying staying connection with the client throughout the term is very important because obviously when they exit, they want to be able to purchase a purchase a home from the investor. Okay, so that's a, that's the process flow now. I've, sh I've shortened it tremendously because there's a lot of other uh, mechanisms that goes on in the background as well, okay? So uh, some of the partner benefits, <clears throat> of course. Uh, Terry, you wanna take us from here or you want to- Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go, I'll come back in here, it's fine. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so uh, um, you, as a, as, a, as a real estate agent, right? When you have clients that can't get through traditional means, if you bring them over to rent own, We'll work with the client. We'll explain the program uh, to the client for you. You don't have to be the expert. Um, and, and our goal would be to, to save your commission, right? Because you have a client that can't buy a house. So one of the major benefits is, is to save your real estate commission. Even though the client you've been working with won't be your buyer in a rent-owned situation, our investor will. It still gives you the opportunity to work with our investor. So we will substitute your buyer for our investor. You represent them represent them on the purchase, uh, you, you keep your commission. Uh, you can earn more commissions through our program because we see 400 inquiries a month right now and that's climbing. So we have a constant supply of opportunities. And if you have investors uh, that are looking for opportunities to invest in real estate and you want to promote uh, our opportunities to them, because we're providing an ROI of average of 26%, and they decide that they would like to move forward and consider this option, you would be the realtor to represent the investor to buy the house for our tenant. So you can get on our list to receive opportunities as we present them or release them out to our general population of investors. And if you have somebody in your Rolodex, uh, you might be able to approach them and ask them if they're interested in that part. And, and earn a commission by selling the house uh, through those means. We would never go direct to your investors. We would always go through you to present the opportunities to your investors. Um, <clears throat> we have, uh, as I said, 400 plus uh, inquiries and growing every month. A lot of those clients come in and they do not have anybody attached to them as far as a realtor. And we're always looking for good realtors who endorse uh, our program and rent to own to send out referrals to. So if you want to come in and learn our program and, and be you know educated and be able to talk about it, because it does help when you're negotiating with sellers. If you want to be part of our team, we're happy to refer clients uh, to you on a monthly basis for you to represent them uh, to buy a property. And uh, as a provider of uh, real estate sales for a client that can't get a mortgage, as an example, if you have another tool in your tool belt to help them get into the ownership of the house, that is likely going to create more referrals for you because, hey, I went and I, I met with Ken and uh, he was able to get me a solution to buy a house. You should go see Ken because this guy is fantastic. Not only is he great at selling houses, he knows other ways that we can get them if we can't get through a mortgage, right? Those conversations happen and can be a very good outlet for you. So there's multiple ways that you can, you can monetize using our system. When a client comes into our rent to own program, 
one of the things that's critical is the support system that you put under them. And we have created, we feel is the industry leading uh, platform for clients when they come into our, into our purview. And we call it our path to home ownership program. And inside of this program, the clients will be, receive access to credit, uh, mortgage, real estate investing, all kinds of different information. And they will meet with industry acting, uh, practicing uh, industry professionals to learn more about finance and, and, the, and the home buying process in general. And our goal is to connect them with all the resources and tools that they need to be successful. We do live webinars. There's so much in here. And we'll talk a little bit more about this as we, uh, as we go through it. But we want to make sure that when clients come into our purview, they're taken care of. And they have people supporting them through the whole term so that they know exactly what they have to do because most rent-owned programs fail because the guidance is not given from the start to the end of what the client needs to do on a monthly basis to get in a position to get the mortgage down the road. So part of our path to home ownership program is um, you know, the, the financial blueprint to get the exit, the financial assistance, credit coaching, and access to monthly events. The way that we work it for that, we want to work with serious clients. So when clients come into our purview and we approve them and say that we're, we can match you with an investor, we want to know that you're committed. So we ask for an initial deposit of $975 to show that they're committed to us now going and securing them with an investor and going through the motions to get them into a home. At the end of the program, when they are successful and they have followed our path to home ownership, we reward them by giving them the 975 back towards the down payment on the house on the back end. So it's an initial deposit that comes in on the front end that sort of a, you know, let's let's keep paying attention to our program here because you paid 975 to come into the program to get to the back end. And when they exit the, uh, the program and we arrange uh, the mortgage financing for them, the 975 comes back. But we'll talk a little bit more about that because Dale, if you want to change the screen, what we're, okay, we'll do the summary first. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. So to recap, uh, rent to own, purchase files, minimum down payment, 3%. The future purchase price is predetermined, agreed to, all contracts are signed before we start the program. Contracts are signed ILA. Our monthly payments include everything. Property taxes, insurance, nothing needs to be paid by the client outside of our lease payment as far as the property and carrying the house except their utility. So it's our lease payment plus utilities. 20% of the gross payment of savings, ILA or independent legal advice is mandatory part of our process. We are educators about rent to own, but we wanna make sure that clients understand it before they sign agreements. So we want their lawyer to interpret the legal risk by receiving ILA. Credit coaching, of course, is provided through our path to home ownership. And, and we are a tenant first uh, program. So we work with the tenants to make sure that there's a, a good program here and there's balance for the tenant, there's balance for the investor, then they get matched and they go and they find a property on the open market working with you as a realtor and finding a property that works for their family because in most cases it's going to be their forever home. So we do not have an inventory of houses. Our clients go shopping on the open market to buy anything that's available through, I guess, realtor.ca or, or, or even private sales.
Okay, so Terry, a couple questions. The monthly payments, uh, that includes land transfer taxes on both the investor side and the tenant side as well too, or no? When, when the program starts, our investor will provide all of the closing costs. So they will pay the land transfer tax, legal fees, appraisals that need to be uh, paid as part of their mortgage process when they go and because most of our investors leverage the investment. So they will put down 20%, they will handle all the closing costs. When the client exits the rent home program, they will then have the land transfer tax component uh, on their side of the ledger, they'll have to pay it because they're buying the house. Now, we are working with a couple of the regulatories to find a way that we may be able to get around that. I can't say that we're there right now, but there's a possibility that caveats can be registered so clients don't have to pay the land transfer tax so it doesn't get paid twice in three to five years but like initially can it's all right. paid it's all paid by the investor okay sort of like a trust agreement or something like that yeah um so uh, another question i have is when you're shopping as a realtor helping the the buyer the rent owned uh, client are you helping are you who's selecting the property would it, would it be the tenant or would it be the investor selecting the property it'd be it'd be a group a group thing Right. So the client needs to be involved because they want it's going to be their house. They want to make sure that it's going to work for their family. Right. The investors involved because they want to make sure that, you know, the house got good bones and stuff like that. And the realtor is involved because, well, obviously the, the expertise that the realtor brings, especially in this market, they're more valuable than than you can imagine, of course. Um, but they're all involved in the selection of the house because the tenant, right, our tenants will be approved for a certain purchase price. And we don't want to get over excited and get into a bidding war. And all of a sudden, a client that's been approved for 600000 is now uh, the investors put a house on 755 because that's all they could get it for. <laughs> right. So right. We, all, we all work together to make sure that the purchase price range is right. And all the expectations are set up front so that we don't get into overextending the client. But all three parties are involved in. So then, so then when you're taking the person out showing, uh, to show properties, I mean, is it the investor just looking at a spreadsheet or are they actually coming out as well too? Do the investor and the For, tenant actually get to meet in person our, or do they? Yeah, our, our, um, yeah, Carlo, uh, we'll, we'll get to that one in a second. Um, our investors, right? We are moving to a, our product is from the investor perspective is more of the commodity approach, okay? where we have standardized product and it comes out with standardized returns. And really the investor says, well, I like that area, that client, yeah, I'll take that product and, and, I'll, and I'll move it over here. So the investors typically aren't involved in the shopping per se, right? What they do is they look at the pro forma and then when the inspection report comes in, because everybody should have an inspection on the house and our program and all investors want inspections, right? So they'll base their decision on the inspection of the house, the, the listing, and, and probably conversations with the realtor. Not all of them are involved actively seeing the house, but if it's in their local area, they might be. Yes, yeah, so it's pretty much like investing into a private mortgage or something along those lines yeah. as an investor. So you're, sure. you're basically taking out the, the tenant or the, uh, the rent-to-home uh, client as, uh, as the yeah. one shopping. Yeah, it'd be the client that would be the one shopping. And once they identify the property, is for the investor to sort of approve it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the process again, just let me get the little bit clearer understanding. So when you find a client that doesn't meet the regular Schedule A bank uh, criteria, then they're going to go through this rent-to-own program. 
you go through a vetting process. Uh, you put the 975 down, $975 to get involved yeah. in the program. Yeah. Um, you do your vetting process. How long does that process usually take? We, we have our vetting process to get an answer back to the client is, this is usually the same day or the next day. Awesome. Okay. Right? So then once they get approved, then you start shopping. Um, and then at that point, well, we would, the they deal. would get approved. So I'll just take you through sure. a, a couple of steps. So the client comes into our purview, right? We do an initial screening on them because there's certain metrics that we're looking for and we'll send them an approval, right? With numbers, right? Terms. And they will basically be given a choice. Here's the numbers that we've talked about and quote you. If you want to move forward, push a button and, and get me matched with an investor. So they'll come back to our purview and say, Yes, I want to I want to move forward. I want to get matched with an investor. Then, right, we'll get them to go and and complete their initial deposit program. Once we know that they're serious and we've got them vetted and they're ready to go, we'll introduce the we'll introduce the realtor into the mix at that point before they go out and start shopping for houses. I want to raise the flag. Rent to own is a great process, but it doesn't move as fast as mortgages. So it's hard for clients to go out and find a house and say, oh, I found a house and the condition is three days. And that only gives us three days to get the investor on, right? So we look to have, when the client says, match me with an investor, our timeline to have the investor on board and ready to start shopping is 10 days. But the client approval will happen the next day. But the process of doing the vetting and getting a match with the investor and all that can take up to 10 days. Okay, so once they're vetted with an investor, then we can start shopping right away. It, uh, what I'm curious about is in a fast moving market like Toronto is, do we have to put a long condition for financing? Cause I don't think that's going to happen in a competitive market like this. No, it's one of our biggest challenges Ken right now, right? Is the way the offers are coming in. First of all, the challenge of people finding houses. And then when they find them, we have to deal with the speed in which the offer needs to move. That's why we always encourage people. If rent owners is for you and you want to get matched with an investor, let's get it done before you start shopping because then we can react to those quick closings and those quick right. financing conditions. Right. So once you find the investor and then you have some sort of set criteria that the investor is uh, is okay with, I guess you could say. Yeah. And yeah. then you put the offer down, you get the investor to get the final approval, and then you move forward from there. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. And then um, yeah. Alexander had a question as well too. What happens when an investor has a realtor they would like to use, but they're uh, but uh, you're working with the buyer or she's working with the buyer. Okay, so if you well, of course, if you bring us files, right? Uh, if you bring us files, then you're the you're the realtor. The investor doesn't have a choice, right? Unfortunately, now real the investors have they have certain people in their mix that they've worked with before. They have a realtor, but that's okay. This this particular client came with a realtor attached, and this is the process we're going to use. So. Unfortunately for the investor, if they don't want to move forward because they can't use their own realtor, then they can't be part of this particular opportunity. Sounds good. We value the relationships and the work can that real estate agents do to get clients to the buying stage. And we, we will not uh, cut that relationship. Definitely not. Great. Thank, thank you very much. That's, that's amazing. What happens in, so um, from the perspective of the real estate agents working with the buyer, when we find a property that uh, that they like, we put the offer down. In terms of a conditional period, what what are you seeing? So you're saying ten days, but what if you do all the work ahead of time? You get the criteria really tight, and yeah. um, and it yeah. matches that. Yeah. So again, again, right? So we we have client comes in, gets a 
gets approved, we, we start the matching process. Some investors have a line of credit, they'll pay cash. Some have yeah. cash. Some have a credit card they can spend $600,000 on, for goodness sakes, right? Yeah. But the ones that need that need to get financing or want to get financing for the leverage, that that will that's what takes the most time in the 10-day window, right? But once the investor's got his financing lined up, uh, everything is good. Then it's just a matter of identifying the property. And typically, if they're pre-approved at the lender, and we take care of that, right? Some of that stuff in-house, right? and through some of our mortgage partners. So the investor will be ready to pull the trigger fairly quickly. And, and it's always best to get that in position before the client identifies a property because of the tight timelines. I mean, you know, I had a, I had a client lose a house uh, because the seller wouldn't give them a day and a half to do an inspection, right? It's just, you know, the, the, the market is just so different than what it, we traditionally deal in, um, it's always best to get the pre-approval and get it in place so we can move quickly. Funny enough, that's kind of normal in Toronto. Um, so uh, do you ever, have, do, do you always do one-to-one -one relationships between the, the, the client and the investor, or is it uh, like sometimes a client to a pool of investors? Are you allowed to do that? Well, you know, we haven't at this point, we have multiple ways, Ken, to fund our deals. Right. Okay. So we have individual investors and we have our own uh, methods of funding in house. Right. That we've that we have worked out. And uh, but generally we wouldn't go after a group of investors to buy one particular property. That That's not been our MO going forward. Yeah. Or so in, I'm just I'm trying sorry, to find a way to pass. I'm just trying to find a way to shorten the, uh, the approval cycle. Um, so when we have the, from the time of an offer to uh, a conditional offer to a firm offer. Yeah, we're 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 really on uh, our investor group right now. Dale uh, is numbering nine thousand. So lots yeah, of course, nine thousand. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We, so we have nine thousand investors in our in our group that are individual investors, and we also have the ability to self fund the higher some of the higher purchase price uh, files, and they can be closed very quickly. But again, typical file, get everything in place, get the investor or the funding mechanism in place before the property is identified, then we can move quickly based on the, uh, the offers. Awesome. Um, Dale, uh, next screen, please. So what we do, uh, two things, uh, partner registration. I think Carlo had a question there. Uh, how do we get how do we get registered and get on the list uh, to be an investor? Uh, if you come in through the the URL there, homeowner soon partner registration, we can get your get your information there. And and I want to put out there that every Thursday, and anybody who's interested in this, and maybe you know there's a we can send you uh, an invitation. You can share it with your team, or you can share your team's list and we can share the invitation with them directly. Every Thursday, we have a partner forum. And that's where we come into and, and spend an hour, you know, hour and a half to talk about topics or pieces of our platform that we wanna discuss specifically, right? So it's an open discussion. We offer it every Thursday for all of our partners uh, to come in. If you wanna learn more about Rentown, meet the, our team, find out more about who we are, what we do. It's available every uh, every Thursday to come in and learn more, and we're happy to spend our time, because the more you know, the better you're going to be able to help your clients. And our goal is to help you help more clients. End of end of story. 
kind of house with an offer uh, date be an option for the uh, rent to own list? Kind of house with the, I'm not 100% sure what that question meant, but I believe the answer is yes. Uh, so he, I think Dwayne is asking um, for an offer date. That's pretty common here. Bidding wars. We're seeing, we're seeing that in the Toronto market. Uh, can that be an option for the rent to own list? Uh, so it's kind of like what I was asking about a competitive offer where we're going to go in firm without a condition. Yeah. They're uh, again, uh, it's, it's tough, right? They're tough. If you have, if you have uh, deals that, um, that the client's firm on and they lost their financing, right? You know, we might be able to do something quickly. So if you get in situations where the client's in a bad spot, uh, you know, pick up the phone, and give me a call, right? And we can talk it out in a couple of minutes. I can tell you whether or not I can help you and whether or not we have investors that can move quickly based on the situation. Most sellers in the market do not want conditions on the offer. Yeah, and I know that, that's, a, uh, that's a tough one as well, right? Um, the financing condition usually is not a part of it because the investor would be approved before. And that's why getting the investor ready, you wouldn't need to put a financing condition in. Uh, the only condition outside of that would be the inspection normally, right? Uh, financing and inspection. So if the house is pre-inspected, right, we can probably work with the inspection. But unfortunately, because most investors, if they're not able to get to the property to see it, they're not going to buy it sight unseen. They're not that motivated to do it. So we look for inspection. So Dwayne, I think to answer your question, um, you, you got to have to really start the process of the, the, the tenant or the, I always say tenant, but the client and the investor matching um, sooner rather than later, get the criteria ironed out as, as, as much as possible. And um, then I guess you have to, I don't know if you take a risk or not, or not uh, because I guess you'd have the investor as the as the purchase, right? Uh, on the, the investor would be, purchase the buyer. Itself, would be the buyer. So you'd have to find a buyer willing to commit to to purchasing it first yeah. and financing it. Yeah, that's always the best way because if you've got your, it's like anything, you got your funding in place and you can deal with other variables that aren't usual that come to your table, right? Uh, you know, uh, somebody put an offer in is, you know, I need an answer in two days, right? Um, we are able sometimes to help in those situations, but as much as we can avoid them, uh, the more we can avoid them, the better, <laughs> right? But it is right, a tough yeah. market out there. I understand you guys, you know, <laughs> it's a tough market. I, I, you know, I a lot of respect for your profession, especially in this market. It's, it's crazy. But if I can, again, just reinforce the getting the investor approved and everything lined up before the house is identified will be a much better path to travel. Yeah, it's perfect. Because I'm just looking at the perspective when I invest into a private mortgage, I look at the uh, appraisal value, look at the loan to value. Um, hopefully the appraisal comes from a, a verified source. As a realtor, sure. I'm able to kind of verify the, um, the, the value of the property. Yeah. And then um, I really just look at numbers and I look at the report. I look at the, um, there, chances are there generally isn't a home inspection involved in that. But if there is, that's great. And then I'll make a yes or no decision on the spot. Um, so hopefully if you can line up those variables and kind of uh, put the criteria tight enough to convince an investor to just go in like that, then I think it'll make the job easier for, um, for you as a real estate agent. Yeah. And, and, and that's, and we have shifted our, our model and our approach to more of that commodity approach to help, you know, alleviate some of that. So our investors will come in and look at something and say, I'll buy that rather, rather than doing a, a deep dive in the diligence part of it. 
knowing that we have done it. So I guess any other question? Okay, so we got another question here, Ryan. If a buyer and investor are matched up and lose on one property, can they quickly pivot to another property? Sure. Okay, answer is yes. The, the, the financing is in place, so if they need to move something different, not a problem. Right, because um, I guess you, you all know that um, the approval of a, a purchase of a property is is based on two things, right? The banks will look at you as a borrower, and then they'll also look at the property itself. So as long as the property appraises and uh, has the conditions that they need and the, the, the investors approve, then you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. That seems pretty straightforward. Um, I, I'm just, yeah, sounds good. I, I, I guess well, I'm kind of concerned about how it makes sense for the investor, but I guess that's another conversation we can. Well, we can, you know, we have uh, happy, we, we run investor presentations every Tuesday at 11 and every Thursday at 7 p.m. I'm happy to share the link for our Thursday meeting coming up. If there's anybody that like want to jump in and learn more on the investment side and, and how we talk and handle clients from that side, you're more than welcome to join. And then, you know, uh, as if you go to some of those sessions and, and after listening to our presentation here, then it might be a good time to come to a Thursday event in our partner forum to discuss the things that you've learned and, and ask questions to just get clarity on it so you understand both sides of our ledger. Sounds good. So we have a couple minutes left. Uh, I just, first of all, I want to thank Sandra for bringing um, Terry and Dale on. And Terry and Dale, thank you very much for uh, doing this and everybody for attending. Thank so you. everybody can go visit homeownersoon.com slash partner registration if you're interested in learning more as a realtor to help your clients or just go to the website homeownersoon.com to learn more. If there's any last minute questions, please uh, please answer now or please uh, ask now, I mean. And Dale, if there's anything that you uh, want to add here or if we if you feel we've got all the check marks, we can we can move on if there's no more questions. Yeah, I guess one of the last things uh, I'd like to add is that um, one of the most important thing is keeping the um, keeping you in the loop throughout the entire process, throughout the entire flow, right? So um, uh, when we uh, approve a client for the program, you'll get notified. Uh, once they've passed the underwriting, you'll also get notified. And um, as they go through the investor process, you'll be notified as well. So keeping you up to date is a very important key part of of the process so that um, you're always uh, in the loop as to what's going on throughout the flow. Yeah, we've, we have set up our, we've set up our funnel. So every, every stage the client moves through, it kicks out an automatic email to the partners associated with that account to let them know that we've made a step forward. Um, we have another question here. Uh, Krista is asking, will this work in Ontario markets and is this just dependent on the property or is it mainly in Toronto? No, anywhere, so, yeah. we're, we're, we're across Canada. I'm actually coming to you from Nova Scotia right now. Um, so, you know, we, we are BC, uh, Calgary, Ontario, and Nova Scotia are our four most active provinces right now. Where you can match the buyer and the seller. You're the intermediary between the buyer and the investor, really, actually, I should say. Um, that's your main role in this. So as long as you have an investor willing to buy something, then I think it'll work. And, and with our commodity approach, right? And we, we manage the clients in-house. We collect the rent from the client and report that to their credit bureau as part of their rebuilding strategy. We are very involved with 
quarterly reviews on the property, all that kind of stuff. So our investors are becoming more comfortable about locations because it's less about the location and more about the support management that we give that particular opportunity. So if you have a client that's somewhere out, you know, at a province or northern, you know, in a smaller community, uh, though some of those smaller communities are becoming more mainstream as people push out with the ability to work from home as of, you know, COVID created the phenomena of people working from home. So we're seeing, we're doing deals in areas that never even knew how to spell before, <laughs> right? Because they're becoming, uh, well, people are moving out of the big city to get to houses for 200,000. So uh, we're across Canada. Another question we have is, does this work with condos? And I think the answer is uh, yes. I mean, I know the answer is yes, but uh, does this work with, how does this work with condos? Where do condo fees uh, fall in payments for a client? Great question. The... Great question. The second part of that question, great question. Um, we work with condos. Uh, the condo fee will be over and above the payment that we quote, but we'll dig in through the status certificate and look at the condo fee to see if there's any components in the condo fee that might be included in our payment, such as some condo fees have uh, building insurance. Some condo fees pay the building taxes. So we'll take it out of the payment structure uh, to reduce the payment. So the payment plus condo fees doesn't get too pricey, but whatever we quote on a condo, the condo fees will be over and above that. Okay. Sounds good. So we're just about out of time. If you have any questions, again, visit homeownersoon.com slash partner registration. Uh, I want to thank you, Terry and Dale for, uh, for doing this and Sandra for bringing it on. Thanks for having us. Thank you, pleasure. Terry. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, thank okay, you to everybody. Have a great day. I don't know.